are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. Michael Bauer, host of the Dynasty Rewind, and the guy that has perfected the 0-5 start in football. <laughs> Glad to be back with everybody. Glad that, you know, let's uh, let's bring him back. Matty Big Chest back in the house. Matty, it's been a minute. How you been, bud? Good, man. I'm, I'm happy to be back. I, I mean, under dire circumstances, obviously, but, you know, we're here. <laughs> We're going to touch on why Maddie's here in a little bit. So we're looking a little different than normal. But Chev, how you doing tonight, bud? Doing great. You know, sometimes you got to go off the waiver wire and get some uh, some great players off there. So definitely glad to have Maddie on tonight. And I'm glad I don't have the nickname, the 0-5 guy. I mean, that's that's great. So, so get this. This one matchup I'm in yesterday, right? I'm doing some stuff up in, in the, the studio here for the show, just making some notes and everything. And I'm like, I got this in the bag. This guy can't beat me. I lost by 0.3. Oh. Actually, not by 0.3, by 0.03. Who'd they have that come back and beat you? I think Zach Moss got like just enough yardage <laughs> that it snuck past me. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. And so one of our Facebook users saying, I would spend all my fab on Maddie too. Listen, Maddie mm-hmm. is thank you. He's thank you. tall. He's a good outside perimeter wide receiver. He doesn't move that quickly, though. So I don't know. He might be like a blocking tight end or something. What do you I actually play him? safety. I, I'm a roaming safety oh. like Kyle Hamilton. Okay. Perfect. Ooh. Oh, it's it's pork. Yeah. So listen, uh that we're gonna talk about some injuries. So one of our injuries that I have on here, Phil Porkman Simmons has dislocated his kneecap. He's been put on the injured reserve. That's actually not a joke. Pork did his injure his kneecap. I asked him how he heard it, and he told me it hurt like hell. So I don't know how he heard it. I'm assuming at work. So um, everybody, if you're listening, watching, please hit up Porkman. Give him some love. You know he loves everybody. He loves hearing from all of you. Uh, but let's get right into it. So um, injuries that actually pertain to your fantasy team. Russell Wilson, he's going to miss up to two months. He dislocated or tore a tendon in his finger, something like that. Um we want to know, Bob wants to know, because he put this on here, is Gino worth an ad? As a competing team, what are our options? I'm adding Gino in a bunch of spots because in a super flex lead, you can never have enough quarterbacks. And like I always said, if he's on your bench, he can't be used against you. But what do you guys think? Matty, would you add Gino or are you going to just pass? Um, depends how many quarterbacks I have in that league. So if I have two, yeah, I'm going to add him. If I have three comfortably, you know, I'm probably going to sit pretty with him and not spend my fab on him. Because, uh, you know, I think Geno Smith is fine, but you're, they're going to rely on that running game in, in Seattle. And, you know, if he gets a lot of yards, it'll be on dump-offs and screens. So mm-hmm. uh, I like Geno Smith. Uh, and when he was coming out of West Virginia, I, I remember him. He was electric, like, at West Virginia, and he just did not translate to the NFL, unfortunately. But he's a veteran, and he's going to lead him to some, some wins. We'll see. But, you know. Not Actually, wanna, I want to touch on that real quick, what you said here. The same thing could be said about Teddy Bridgewater. Because remember when he came out of Louisville, like, everybody was excited about Teddy Bridgewater. And he is just the most boring quarterback to watch ever. 
like I feel bad for Broncos fans. And then you get like Teddy is excited about Teddy Bridgewater. But you know, the fact of the matter is we got our first round of bye weeks this week, week six. Week seven is our heaviest bye week. Mm. Most teams are on bye in the NFL on week seven. So you're at the point now, you have injuries. I know someone on one of your teams got to be hurt. These bye weeks coming up. If you got room on your bench, it's time to just start scooping players up. If there's a guy who you have not started ever that's just clogging up your roster. Just get him out of there. Get some guys in there that you have no problem starting. Chev, CEH, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is set to miss some time with an MCL sprain. You, you feel comfortable picking up Daryl Williams? I know that there's a possibility they're looking into Marlon Mack. How are we feeling there? Yeah, I mean, if, if Marlon Mack goes there, definitely wheels up for Marlon Mack. Uh, but I, I would take Williams. I would go pick him up off the waiver wire. I mean, he's somebody that's going to get some targets. He's going to run the football on a, a team that is going to be a high-powering offense to probably get down to the red zone a lot. So why not scoop up a guy with that kind of caliber? Uh, I think he definitely should be somebody that you're trying to pick up uh, this week in the waivers. Yeah, for sure. And, hey, you want a piece of the Kansas City offense, right? Yeah, and we all thought CEH was going to be the the star-studded running back for that group, and it just hasn't happened yet. So, I mean, I'm not expecting him, Williams to – to set the world on fire, but I'm, I'm expecting him to at least probably get 10 to 15 points and get enough touches, uh, probably a good amount of receptions as well in that offense. And listen, these are waiver wire ads here. Don't be mad if they don't explode. You're just happy that, you know, you're getting 70 points out of these guys. Yeah, uh, but six- you know, Smith too, like you're not, you're not expecting him to go out and be Lamar Jackson or Tom Brady or anything like that either. Even though he does have good assets around mm-hmm. him to throw to, you're definitely not expecting him to drop a freaking 30 banger on him, you know? So always possible. Always it is possible. possible. You know, so um, Saquon Barkley is going to miss some time with a sprained ankle. I mean, who, who's his backup again? Um, Devontae Booker. 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 I guess Devontae Booker is worth an ad. Daniel Jones got a concussion too. So we're looking at um, (laughs) Darius Slayton's still hurt. I believe. I believe Sterling Shepard is still hurt. (laughs) Darius Tony's getting thrown out of the game. They got Colin Johnson. They got John Ross. They're down to Mike Glennon. They're down to Renzel Booker. Like, man. It's just. Don't worry. Mike Glennon's neck can carry that. (laughs) <laughs> he's like a Clydesdale with a neck like that he's going to be pulling the Budweiser around Christmas time so Mike, Mike. hey listen Bob Gilchrist chiming in if Marlon Mack goes to Kansas City Clyde Edwards Alaire is done and then he's also saying Marlon Mack is a real back man Bob I don't know they they drafted CEH in the first round they could do that 50 year lockup on him what do you guys think about that I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that to be honest with you. I mean, hey, if if he comes in and lights the world on fire and he is somebody that they think they can start trusting in that offense, carry the load and not fumble and make stupid mistakes, CEH better come back faster uh, if he can because, I mean, it's possible. I don't, I don't know, Mike. You know Andy Reid better than probably any of us do, so I don't know how, how Andy Reid plays that, but, I, I mean, if, if somebody's playing good – I would not stop them from playing still, you know? He's pretty loyal. You know, I mean, they they drafted the guy, but <clears throat> he's always going to put the team over any individual success by all means. So, I mean, it's, again, always possible. We've seen draft picks getting given up on, you know, uh, who's it, Trent Richardson. 
we've seen guys like Dwayne Haskins get cut. And these are, these are highly drafted guys. So always, always possible. Uh, Bob's also saying get past the first round draft capital. The Patriots drafted Sony in the first thing's changed. Exactly. <laughs> and I think this pork saying, here comes the Andy Reid slander. I didn't say anything bad, <laughs> Phil. Just, you know what? Just sit there and wrap your knee up, bro. I hope I see you on Saturday, Pork, by the way. Wow. Um, so Kyle Pitts explodes in London. Can he and Ridley both be viable? Or is it really just a Cordero Patterson show? Maddie, what do you think about that? Yeah, so, I mean, Cordero Patterson's an interesting weapon for the uh, Falcons. So he's he's a wide receiver and a running back, but, you know, he lines up out of the backfield, and he gets, what, 12 targets a game sometimes. And I want Patterson on my team. Uh, if I'm getting any piece of the Atlanta offense, I want Patterson. Uh, Pitts is a great ad for Dynasty. I think that that next quarterback in Atlanta, maybe Matt Corral, would have a great time throwing with uh, Kyle Pitts. So I think that if you if you're adding someone for Dynasty, it'll be Kyle Pitts or Calvin Ridley. But if you're adding for someone for redraft, go get Corderell Patterson. Maddie, since we're talking real quick here, we're talking about collegiate quarterbacks would you like to make a c to street trade with me right now on this podcast wow um if it <laughs> involves malik willis no i no. i would like to even better i would like to trade you spencer rattler oh okay yeah for who something <laughs> you just just something <laughs> at this point you i don't know, care I you do value <laughs> We'll we'll talk about this off the show. Uh, okay. I, I need no, to look I, at my team, I, I, so I, I will I, I, talk I, I, to you about that, spot. and we'll make a trade. All right, that sounds cool. And the, that'll I'll be make a graphic for you. I love, I love where this head, and then we could have Kevin bash it because I did it, and he likes to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so listen, hey, we all heard about what happened. John Gruden, he resigned. We're not going to get into all that right now, but does this impact any of the Raiders' fantasy stock? Chev, what, what do you think? I mean, I was. I mean, the Raiders were kind of all over the place. Like, Darren Waller's not really showing out like he was. We don't know what to do with Josh Jacobs. What do we do with their wide receivers? What do you think? What are, how are we looking here? Yeah, so, I mean, John Gruden, after week one, said he would love to get Waller more targets. So that just makes me a little bit more smarter, as I said, the National freaking Liars League. So, I mean, these coaches, all they do is lie out of their teeth. And I mean, how can you get Waller more than 17 touches in the game, you know? So, uh, I, I think the Raiders are – I think I have to see what they have or what they're going to do in the upcoming game to judge anything because we just don't know. Gruden was the guy that was probably calling the plays, drawing everything up. So, I mean, I – I don't know what they're going to do in this upcoming game. And they have been struggling as well. So yeah. we'll see. I, it's just a lot of chaos going on. Who would have thought somebody, a coach would have got fired before Urban Meyer this season? <laughs> you know, so the, <laughs> there was a Twitter poll out there that had, you know, who's going to be the first coach fired. And I voted John Gruden. <laughs> really? you and it was the lowest you, one. You need to start betting more, dude. Seriously. Like, but, and you know, Listen, I got news for everybody involved. What I'm going to say is this. This is just the tip of the iceberg because this was another investigation. This is going to be far-reaching, and John Gruden is going to be far from the last person because as disgusting as his behavior was, I guarantee he's not the only one. It's just how it is. It's sad, but it's the truth. Last thing on the weekly rewind, as it's called. It's cute, Bob. Um, Justin Herbert shocks Cleveland. Can he be the dynasty quarterback one? 
What do you guys think? I think I, so. think, I think he can, but it's going to be tough. I think he doesn't have the rushing upside like some of the other people. He's going to have to throw for plenty of touchdowns and plenty of yards just to keep up with them. I think he's like fifth or sixth maybe at the moment. Um, there's a lot of rushing QBs that are at the top of me. Jalen Hurts, I think, is even up there as well. So, Mike, that's uh, that's pretty nice to have uh, that fantasy asset on your team. But I think I think he can do it, but I think it's going to be really tough for him to sustain that with all these rushing QBs. They are actually throwing the football pretty well as well. Pretty good as well. I mean, Lamar Jackson, what he has done in the last few years is absolutely incredible. Just being able to watch him grow and change the way he kind of plays. I mean, he's not the prettiest thrower still, but he's playing out of his mind right now and getting that team victories somehow after they're they're already behind so deep into the game. So it's, it's impressive to watch. It's fun to watch. I think the league is in good hands at QB for sure. Yeah, well, you know what? Lamar Jackson stole a victory from me last night because he only had like nine points at the half. I checked the score. I'm like, I got this. Lamar Jackson not doing anything. That Colts defense is legit. And I woke up the next day and I'm like, I got absolutely slaughtered. What did you do? <laughs> yeah, Mark Andrews dropped like a 55 bomb in like a tight end premium league. So that made me lose by two points. And the guy played two people that were injured. So that is the worst feeling for me. It's terrible. Maddie, this next segment is called the versus segment. And this is a triple threat. And that's highlighted on this paper here. And I did not set the show sheet up, but it is highlighted. Which wide receiver do you want on your team right now? Okay. So these are all Buccaneers wide receivers. Antonio Brown versus Mike Evans versus Chris Godwin. Okay. So Antonio Brown. Mm -hmm. And then one, one last game. Okay. 20 catches on 29 targets, 325 yards, three touchdowns. Mike Evans, 29 catches on 45 targets, 393 and four touchdowns. And Chris Godwin, 29 catches on 42 targets, 366 and two touchdowns. Which one of these guys do you want right now, Matty? It's simply Mike Evans. All he does is catch touchdowns. Uh, I mean, I remember last year he had a game where he had like two yards and two touchdowns. You know, that's simply <laughs> viable for fantasy still because that's 12 points. So, you know, I'll take Mike Evans. He'll get double-digit touchdowns this year, and uh, it'll be okay. So he'll be fine for fantasy, and, you know, he might not be a uh, wide receiver one or a high-end wide receiver one, but he'll be a high-end wide receiver two. So that's yeah. fine for fantasy. Yeah, for me uh, personally, uh, <clears throat> if I'm talking DFS, I'm taking Antonio Brown over these other two guys just because yeah. dabbling more in DFS. He's the cheapest of the three every week, and he produces too. Chev, what do you think? I love Chris Godwin. And, I mean, he's getting the targets. He's getting the receptions. I mean, for Brady to carry these guys, to they all have 300-plus yards. They're all getting fed the football. I mean, touchdowns galore. I mean, it helps that Rob Gronkowski's not there right now, so that's, that's huge sure. for these guys. But I do love Chris Godwin. I think he's a little younger than these guys, too. So for Dynasty, that would be the guy I think I want to hang on to a little bit longer. Yeah, I agree. Hey, listen, Bob. out this year, too? What was that? Uh, Gronk is out this uh, year. No, isn't Godwin out of contract after this year, too? Oh, oh, yeah. I think so. So if he plays plays good, I mean, he could go to a a different team and be the the starting – man there so that'd be be pretty great for him so i don't know where he would even go uh but i mean good odds for him to go to a good team at least detroit 
hey, hey there we go. Give a little Amara say Brown. I mean, shoot, it's, it's hey, game over. How this didn't make the show sheet, Bob, but Quintez Cephas broke his collarbone. Maddie, am yeah. I correct about that? Yeah, you are right. So I'm gonna ask St. Brown to the moon, man. I mean, no, I have a good pickup for you guys. Instead of I'm gonna okay. St. Brown, who's everyone is gonna be picking up, go go uh, do a Uno for reverse and go pick up Cotterell Hodge. He okay. got picked up by the okay. Lions. He's a uh, Cleveland Browns wide receiver, and he was pretty uh, well used. He run he ran uh, a pretty good amount uh -oh. of snaps. I can't remember off the top of my head. But uh, he's a he's an under the radar ad who will be free. Okay, perfect. Look at that, Maddie slinging that knowledge. Love it. Um, also, Travis Fulgham's time in Philadelphia is over. He is now a Miami Dolphin. So, good riddance to you, Travis Fulgham. But hey, I have a question for you guys. Do you miss the thrill of drafting before the season started? If you could do it over again, would you draft differently? Well, now is your chance on Underdog Fantasy. The best ball resurrection drafts are live now until October fourteenth. So you got two days, everybody. Scoring will start week six and go on through the rest of the season until week 17. Draft again with what you know now. The best part is that when new members can draft for free, use the promo code rewind when you make your first deposit and you will get a bonus of $10 to play with. The link is in the description. Support this team by letting them know the Dynasty Rewind sent you and we will see you there. Maddie, I want to do this early because I want you. Hold on. Let me let me go back. I was on something else here. Sorry, I was messing around with this. Here we go. It's still good. It's still collegiate, right? It's not my song, but, you know, I'll take it. No, I'll, <laughs> I'll get you one for next time, all right? Mm -hmm. But I'm not doing one for Kevin. I'm not, I'm not putting the Michigan fight song on here. Yeah. I feel like I got to be decked out in Under Armour after that. <laughs> Do you have any by chance? No. Okay, well, I'll tell you one I thing. Seek out. If you want some really cool stuff, like Chev needs to go over to viridianglobal.com and get himself a new Dynasty Rewind hat because that one looks a little beat up. Maddie's got the hoodie. She's use promo code Rewinder, 10% off all Dynasty Rewind merch at viridianglobal.com. They got a lot of the great stuff out there, lots of other podcasts represented, but let's face it, Argo logo is the best. So head on over to Viridian Global. And Maddie, you want to talk about a collegiate prospect. Nate is not here. He's enjoying some vacation time with his wife in Hawaii, having a great time. You'll hear all about that next week. Maddie, who did you want to talk about? Yeah, so, you know, I knew Nate wasn't going to ever talk about this guy. So let's talk about Kenneth Walker, the third out of Michigan State. You know, he just ran wild against Rutgers. Another 200-plus yard performance capped off by a 94-yard touchdown run. Just a nice overall game. Um, I know Porkman has him on in our C2C league, and he won't <laughs> trade with me, so that's great. But, you know, he's my Debbie guy, man. He's my RB1 for this class, and uh, he will not get hurt, Pork. I swear to God. Uh, if he <laughs> wants to be the RB1 in this class, though, he needs to put up a couple 200-yard performances in the, in the November games. He has Michigan, uh, Penn State, and Ohio State coming up. And I want to see two uh, two games uh, of over 200 yards or at least 150 yards. I think if he does that, he could be in the Heisman contention and go uh, to New York on Friday uh, for the Heisman. Uh, so we'll see. I, I, I like his chances if he can uh, pull off some some big games. Maddie, as it turns out, the other the only other Devi league I'm in, the Open Two Suggestion League, I actually have Kenneth Walker in that league as well. That's a so great pick. I, uh, I took him at. I looked. I was looking at the sheet. I printed out. I got him at the seven six. Of Trade the Caleb yes. Williams for him. 
All right, see now, Bob. Now he's trying to take advantage of me. Now I feel like, what's up, Chef? Speaking of Caleb Williams, Maddie, you're the you're their Debbie guy. How should I be feeling if I'm an OU fan right now? Should I be excited? Should I be sad that Spencer is not playing up to expectations, or is Caleb Williams going to be the guy that resurrects that offense for this season? Well, y'all just got saved. He's a savior, man. Yeah, he, he saved is. you guys against Texas. So I have to say that. Um, Caleb Williams is going to be someone who's tantalizing. Uh, he's going to be fun to watch. He's a dual threat in in every mean of the definition of dual threat, and uh, he's got a cannon for an arm. Flick it effortlessly, and he hasn't played since his junior year of high school. So, like, he just came into that game and just what three, put up fifty something points. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that Spencer Rattler uh, is an afterthought after that game. So. You know, you guys are fine. You guys are loaded at quarterback anyways. Look at Tanner Mordecai transferred to SMU, and he's balling. Mm-hmm. Matty, do you think do you think Spencer Rattler transfers after um, this? Like, yeah, I think he should transfer. Okay. I think Arizona yeah. State would be a great spot for him. Uh, okay. You know, if they lose, if Jaden Daniels goes pro, you know, he could walk in and be the, the starter there in, a, what is it, Herm Edwards offense. So, you know, yeah. that'd be interesting. Do you think he's one of those guys that maybe he's had what he had that that quarterback one thing like the Netflix documentary? Do you think maybe all this stuff's just in his head? Then he needs to go somewhere like a little more low key, not Oklahoma, the the uh, quarterback factory pumping out guys like Baker and Jalen Hurts and uh, Kyler Murray and stuff like that. Just go somewhere like in Arizona State. That's a more of like an afterthought as a you know in the whole grand scheme of things doesn't have the big spotlights. Do you think that would help him take a step back, reflect, and possibly, you know, polish his craft to get to the NFL? You know, I think he needs to do – you think he needs to go to a leadership seminar, man. You know, <laughs> that's, that's what he needs to do. So there's not much he can do, I think, at this point after what he's shown. He needs to stay another year. You know, he's going to be benched, and it's yeah. not going to be fun for him because Caleb Williams is simply better at this moment. You know, he came in and – threw them into a game that they weren't in. And, uh, you know, that's impressive to me. So I think that uh, they're going to move forward with Caleb Williams and the Rattler will get benched. So, you know, to trade for Rattler and C2C is just to trade for NFL potential right now. Yeah, I think I think it's real tough, too. You, you're going to be a Heisman candidate You're in the beginning of the season. Then the fans start chanting Caleb Williams' name at a game. And then Caleb Williams comes in and definitely outshines the way you've been playing all season. Lucky for Spencer Rattler, the, the transfer portal is a lot better than it used to be. So he's able to go somewhere at least and hopefully bring back his stock that he has been building. So uh, it, it stinks, but you got to put the best players out there that are playing right now. So I think you're right, Matty. I think he does need to do some uh, some leadership training as well. Yeah. Mature a little bit. Yes. Yeah. I, I picked him up because I figured he was going to get drafted highly in the NFL draft. I figured he'd be very startable in C to C. I think everyone figured that. Yeah. You know? You're not Except alone. For, yeah. Except for him, I guess. You know, he's he's his own worst enemy right now. So we'll see what happens. Just a few quick things. If you are a Patreon member, number one, we thank you. We love you. Two, if not, go ahead, sign up. Patreon.com for us. 
can't talk. Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. Uh, Jay Wick is doing a bi-weekly stock up, stock down report. Bob's doing all sorts of great IDP stuff there and on our YouTube channel. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on the YouTube channel. Uh, you do get the video version of the audio podcast over there, and that comes out Wednesday mornings at 6 a.m. Bob also makes a lot of cool little clips from the podcast, little shorts. Um, he does waiver wire. He does an IDP waiver wire. Maddie, I think you just did a video today as well, right? Um, yeah, so I, we- I ranked some some Debbie prospects. Nice. Awesome. See, look at that. More Debbie stuff over there. So we got all sorts of stuff. We got stuff dropping every day except Saturday and Sunday. That's your time to watch football. The rest of the week, you belong to the Dynasty Rewind. So make sure you head on over there and hit that subscribe button. But let us move on. One last bill payment here. Are you looking for a new way to play Dynasty? Way to go deeper than just drafting, trading, and setting lineups. If that's true, it's time to check out DynastyHunter.com. DynastyHunter.com is the new and improved way to play Dynasty Fantasy Football at its deepest level, featuring new challenges like managing a salary cap. Sure, rookies are of value now, but what about in the future? Build your Dynasty around the cap and make the tough decisions when the time comes. I mean, according to Bob Gilchrist, you could just cut CEH right now. New leagues are forming. It's time to own your Dynasty at DynastyHunter.com. Let them know the Dynasty Rewind sent you using the code Rewind. Link will be in the description. There are some orphan teams that are always available to be taken over as per Tim. So go check it out, Dynasty Owner. And we are the champions of what league? The Expert League, I think it was, right, Chef? That's correct. Yes, sir. We won that thing last season. I don't know how. I think we're like three and two or four and one at the moment. So, hey, we're so Eric to- Ebron, this, you guys. Uh, I think we did have to play Eric Ebron one week. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember how it went, but we won last year somehow. Gotta love Sean, it. Big big shout out to Sean, the intern. If it wasn't for him, I think we could have been in a lot of trouble. I think we would have spent all of our money right off the rip and we'd have been in big, 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 big trouble. You know, I will say the good thing about being the host and the guy that's like quote unquote in charge here is when they reached out and they're like, Oh, we want you guys to be a part of it. I was like, Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm just shoveling <laughs> it off on these guys. But they did a great job. So you could do the same thing and uh get in their DMs. They'll tell you how to win at dynastyowner.com. So Maddie, Chev, question for you guys. This is the dynasty dilemma of the week. What do I do when the studs and cornerstone pieces of my team are underperforming? Example, C.D. Lamb, Calvin Ridley, A.J. Brown, LaMichael P. Oh, somebody put LaMichael P. Ryan on here, Bob. Very funny. Why don't you put Jay Sternberger on there, too? By the way, the 25 leagues I'm in, I have 12 shares of LaMichael P. Ryan. You're welcome, everybody. At least I put my money where my mouth is. Do you trade them away for lesser name lesser name value players that are performing or do you wait it out what do you do if you just need wins now chef let's start with you on this one yeah to answer the first part i am not going to trade these guys at the moment there's no way you're going to get the amount of value back that you are even close to what you paid for i i think you'd be pretty crazy to do so i mean you can't trade aj brown you can't trade cd lamb ridley i think is also a great name that these guys are going to be cornerstones for you for a long time, and they're young. They're going to be the head of the team at most points. So I, I don't think I could ever trade those guys away right now. I mean, you're not trading them at their highest value. Michael P. Ryan, I would trade for a bag of chips probably at this point. So uh, what, man? I mean, you, you, what are you going to do with that, guys? Have them sit on your bench? You, Michael P. Ryan would be a great guy to drop and pick up somebody else, I think. Yeah. No, Chev's right. You know, it's one of those things where he hasn't played, which I don't understand because the Jets rushing game has not looked good at all. 
Mm-hmm. You're your new head coach. Okay. He looks okay, but why not? Like he's healthy. He's been a healthy scratch. Just get him in there. Let him play. You can't tell me that Ty Johnson and Tevin Coleman are better than LaMichael Piran. I guarantee you LaMichael Piran's faster and shiftier. So, Maddie, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, you know, I think that CeeDee Lamb is fine. Uh, Ridley's fine. A.J. Brown is a guy that, you know, I might be a little worried about, but I'm still not selling. But I did sell one A.J. Brown share for Malik Willis in our C2C League. So I did sell A.J. Brown share, so I am a hypocrite there. But, um, you know, I, I am a person who will typically sell players if I evaluate the situation and decide, you know, they're probably not going to blossom. So Clyde edwards Lair, that's a guy that I sold early on this season. Once he had a good game, I started selling him. Uh, you know, I sold him for a couple firsts uh, in a couple leagues, and that was stealing, you know. People got excited about him again, and, you know, I was like, eh. It's Clyde edwards Lair. He's he's a good back. He's, he's in a talented situation, but he's overall, uh, he's not going to be a, a Jonathan Taylor kind of back. Never going to be his so, team. It's always going to be Patrick Mahomes' yeah. show, you know. So yeah. exactly, yeah. So exactly. it's not. That's what. That's what I was trying to say. He's not like the workhorse mm-hmm. like a Jonathan Taylor. Yep. Yeah. Which I don't even know if Jonathan Taylor is a workhorse at this point. Like, it, it just seemed like it was a carousel last night. Just bring in Hines, bring in Max. So that that's that's frustrating as a a Jonathan Taylor owner after you see him take one to the house for seventy yards. You know, they're doing that so they could trade Marlon Mack. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think Could that's be. what it is. Because be. it, against the Ravens, you have no reason to be playing Marlon Mack. If you're really trying to win that game, aside from trying to, you want, if I'm Frank Reich, I want to be just jamming Jonathan Taylor right at, at the defense all game. You know what I mean? So, and Adam saying, no, late to the show, Hines. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, Naheem Hines, get him out in open space. Naheem can make it work. Hey, listen, Adam saying, late to the show. Sorry, guys. It's okay, Adam. It's all good. Have you talked about how great A.J. Dillon looked last week? We have not, and we won't. So that's about all to get out of us. Or the best not named Jalen Ramsey quarterback in the league yet. I don't understand that second part of the question. Maybe I'm a little slow. Matt, do you understand that second part? Adam, maybe you could, you know, differentiate a little bit better for us. As far as right this goes, yeah, I'm same here. And we need Bob. That's a defensive guy. We're not ready for yeah. that. Yeah, we don't, no one cares about IDP, Adam. Sorry, but um, as you know, these cornerstone pieces, like, the good thing about the extra games, you got an extra game to get into the playoffs unless you're 0-5 in way too many leagues like me. Um, I'm not panicking yet. It's still early. You know, just taking from this example, C.D. Lamb, you know what I mean? Like, the Cowboys have been running the ball a lot more. You can't blame them. They got two great backs. Calvin Ridley, he's been hurt. You're not going to sell him at his highest value. Same thing with A.J. Brown. You know, you if you're selling these guys, you got to sell them at max value. Don't panic on your studs unless they unless you see that massive fall from grace, that Odell Beckham fall from grace. You just you don't panic on your studs too quick. You know, wait it out. And if you need wins now, play the waiver wire. Trade some of your lesser guys. Trade your Zach Mosses, Cody. Trade me Zach Moss in that dynasty league. You know what I mean? Like trade some of these lesser guys to 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 get some better players in there. If you're going to trade these guys, though, you better get somebody that you 
are really high on. So Maddie loves Malik Willis, right? So, I mean, if Maddie thinks Malik Willis is going to be a guy that can help get his team to the next level, not I don't not knowing what his quarterback situation looks like, then I, I'm fine with it. If you think that will help your team and you that's what you need, that's I'm fine with that as long as you believe in that person that you're getting. Yeah. Oh, so Adam was saying uh, he was talking about Trayvon Diggs. Got to prop his Cowboys up when they're doing well. That's all right, man. They don't do good in playoffs, so we're good. Um, all right, so <laughs> had to take there that shot there. So we're almost wrapped up for the day. Just a, another question here. Uh, this is from Darren Fitzpatrick. He's a patron of ours. Darren's an awesome guy. You could be a patron too, and you'll get to hear me say that you're awesome on air. What are we doing with Saquon? Do we still believe, or is it time to move on? It's funny, Darren. I was actually ta- I was thinking about this a little bit today. It has just been one injury after another. And that line's not getting better. That team's not looking better. I think it might be time to move on. As much as I hate to do it, even though I said don't worry about your studs or don't panic sell them, this has been going on two years now. Yeah, and I, I it scares me because it seems like every season now we're seeing injury after injury with Saquon. And it's it repetitive. Stink, it, it sucks we to see because he. He's such a great player. We don't want to see that from any of those guys. But at this point, we've seen Saquon get injured consistently and miss games. I mean, it's not going to help your team if he's sitting on your bench or he's sitting on your IR. I think he, I think he's got a lot of potential still. But if he can't stay off the IR, stay healthy, it's not going to do you any good. So I would probably be. I don't. I don't even know. I, I. I might even hold just to see if Saquon can come back and do something good, and then possibly trade him at this point because I. I feel like everybody might be feeling the same way. Sadly, yeah. Maddie, you feel the same way. Like, would you move Saquon? If so, what would you be looking to get? Yeah. So you know, with my ninety percent Swift share, I don't really have many other running backs. So if I had uh, Saquon Barkley, I'd probably try to sell him for DeAndre Swift, and you know. Uh, let's let's just say a random DeAndre Swift stat today. And DeAndre Swift is currently your league leader in high-value touches, which are carries inside the 10-yard line and receptions, with an average of 7.2 per game. And he has a, had a five high-value targets in every game this season. Dude, he's a locked and loaded RB1. You know, that's a tweet I saw today. At Sam Hoppin. Great, great you know, tweet. You know what's amazing, too, is that Jamal Williams has still been startable every game this year. Both of these backs are relevant. So, yeah. I mean, they're obviously, so many passes. They're, they're throwing the ball to him like crazy. So, can't I mean, complain, I, man. I don't know how many touches Swift is getting in the run game. It doesn't seem like it's overly exciting. But, I mean, if you're getting 10 targets in the passing game, that's, that's going to help you out so much, especially PPR. I mean, crap. I think yeah. actually, um, I think. I think Williams had more rushes last week than Swift did. Did he not, Maddie? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I didn't check the the box score, but uh, DeAndre Swift. All, all I know is that he runs the most routes. Uh, he has the second most routes run at the running back position at 126, which is 25.2 per game, uh, and he has a route participation 64%, which is the routes run per team passes like pass plays so mm-hmm. the percentage of pass plays he's in there is 64 percent, and he's running routes in those 
So he's just going to be out there on pass plays most of the time. And uh, one thing, too, uh, also bears mentioning with David Montgomery out, Cleo Herbert got 18 mm-hmm. carries last week, too. He actually he out-carried Damian Williams, didn't get a single target. Damian Williams did get a touchdown, did get two receptions for 20 yards, but it's just something to you know, kind of monitor. Again, bye week's injuries coming up. Not a bad guy to pluck off the waiver wire if he's still there. I think he'll see more targets, too, moving forward. I think he'll be a guy that – See an uptick in that for sure. I mean, you get 18 rushes. That that's that's really solid workload. I mean, yeah. add a couple targets in there. I mean, uh, he, he's looking good. Yeah, definitely would take it. And if, if one of those rushes gets turned into a touchdown, and you got you got waiver wire gold right there. So yeah. that's pretty much all we got for this week. But uh, Chev, why don't you uh, why don't you do your thing? Head us out of here, man. Sounds good. It's a short one tonight. It's John 15, 12. It says, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Simply love each other. Be friendly to each other. Don't You don't need to disrespect anybody on the internet. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's going on, a lot of chaos that's happening around our world. Check in on pork. Check in on all your friends. Show love. Once we start showing love to everybody, then the world has become a better place. Right now, we're just full of selfish uh, people, I think at this point, I mean, I'm, I'm selfish too. Sometimes, sometimes I have the, uh, those, those moments. So it's tough, but find a way to love somebody this week. Call somebody. Yeah. Call pork man. Um, if you DM me, I'll get you his phone number. He would love if I just gave his phone number out. Why don't so. you just put it on the bottom of the screen here? <laughs> yeah, just dox him. <laughs> he put his email agree. too. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I think it's just like you're ready to lose in C2C. We're playing. Am I playing you this week? Oh, yeah. We got to make this trade up. All right. Well, then Pork's going to trade me Kenneth Walker this week. How's that sound? (laughs) One week rental. He's not going to. uh, Yeah, he's definitely not. Bro, I love him, bro. It's like, all right, thanks, buddy. So, all right. Well, Chef, thank you very much. So, until next time, everybody, you can find me on Twitter at Rewind CEO. Find Chev at Chev Boyardee. Maddie at Maddie Big Chest. We would all prefer if you would follow the show at Dynasty Rewind. Until next time, everybody, be kind. Please rewind. Thank you for watching. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. And as always, be kind. Please rewind.